They were born in a Danish woodworking shop in the late 1940s and were called the Automatic Binding Brick. To this day, they've been named the Toy of the Century twice and are still one of the most painful things you'll ever step on in a darkened room. Welcome to the Geek and I, part of the Geek News Now podcast network. Sponsored by Sumner Twins Talent. Find them online at facebook.com slash Sumner Twins. We'll be right back as this week we talk Legos. everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Geek and I podcast. I have a special guest today. I would like to welcome, let's give a geek warm welcome to David Furr. Hello, David. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. So um, I hear that you have a huge fandom and love of Lego. And in particular, Star Wars Lego. Um, tell tell me tell me where it all began with those, and what um, what was your first Lego piece, whether it be Star Wars related or not? Well, um, I, I mean, you you really have to go back a long, long way on that one. Um, I've I've been a fan of Star Wars just in general since A New Hope was in the theaters. I mean, I, I have been a huge, huge fan of Star Wars for a long, long time. Um, I, I still have all of my old toys from the from the 80s. You know, the, you've got the, the Jabba and the Rancor. And I mean, I've got I've just got a, a bunch of the, the old toys that I just have never gotten rid of. Um, the, uh, now as far as Legos go, that was, I mean, that goes back as far as 1983 or four, I think when I got my first, it was a, it was like a castle Lego set, I believe. And I, I, I just, I enjoyed the, I just enjoyed the building aspect of it. The, 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 the creating, the see it coming, seeing it come together. And then once it was together, it was like, ah, that's, that's cool. And I built that and I had something to do with that. I made that. So, um, I know, I know back in 83, I think for Christmas one year, I think I got one of just like, it was a basic builder set and it was just like a box with a bunch of random Legos in it. And I got it for Christmas one year and I've been building since. Now, do you have a do you have a favorite piece in your collection that is the holy grail to you of 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 Legos? Um, you know what? I've got. I, I honestly, I have three, and the 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 lowest of the three, the the one that's that. I guess if you if you rank the top three, number three would be. I've got a. a it's a. It's a Republic dropship with an ATOT. Okay, this is the the all terrain and man, this it's it's huge. It was a two hundred dollar set, brand new in the stores. I never thought I would own it because I asked for it for Christmas and somebody got it for me for Christmas. And 
it's it's just a huge, huge, massive set, and I love it to death. Number two would probably be um, my my Death Star. I've got the the original, not the not the Ultimate Collector Series Death Star, but the original one that came out and had like twenty five different figures with it. And you know, there's different scenes all throughout the Death Star of all the different, you know, from A New Hope and from Return of the Jedi. So you've got an Emperor throne room in there, but you've got Luke and Leia swinging across the chasm, and you've got a detention center in there that Leia can go in. So that one, and then my my number one, and I guess this would be my Holy Grail set, is um, and and I, I found this set. It was it was released in two thousand and four. We went to Disney World in two thousand and five. I was getting ready to uh, to deploy to go overseas for a year, and I had thirty days off, so we went to Disney. And at Disney, we found this set, and I told my wife, I was like, this is it. This is the one set that I don't have right now. And she said, nope, we're not hauling that all the way back to Florida. You can't buy it. Well, then it retired. It retired while I was overseas, and you couldn't find it anywhere. And what this set is, is it's a, it's a Cloud City set. And I believe that was the name of it. It was $99. Um, but what was so interesting about this set was this was the first time that lego had done any printing on a minifigure other than like like the chest so like boba fett he had his chest piece printed on the figure but then this particular boba fett has the printing on the arms and on his legs as well so this was the first time he had done that and this boba fett is ridiculously rare right now i mean it's 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 one of the other than the there's a solid gold c3po out there somewhere but other than that this is probably the number one piece for figures or piece for collectors to have so i missed the set and for a long time i held that over my wife's head anytime you know i did something wrong yeah well remember the time you wouldn't let me and now it's worth you know, this much and we can't, and I never could get it. And, um, but anyway, so as it turns out, um, we have a, uh, we have a, a brick and mortar Lego store up here where I live and it, and it's like a GameStop for Legos. It's buy, sell, trade. So he deals a lot in used sets and, um, he, I mean, he has new stuff. Don't get me wrong, but like a lot of used sets, a lot of different stuff like that. Well, he was moving his location. He was moving from the mall to um, up closer to downtown where I live, and, and he was having a big sale. And so I asked him just kind of jokingly, I was like, do you have one of these? You know, ha, ha, ha. And he said, actually, you know what? I've got the parts for one of those. And I said, okay, what, what do you mean the parts? And he goes, well, I think I've got about 60% of it, and I'll sell it to you for $60. And I said, sold, I'll buy it. So I bought it for $60. I went through uh, BrickLink, which is an online store to where you can buy used bricks. I went back to his store and dug through his table quite a bit. And I ended up spending another 33 or $34 on it. And I ended up getting the whole set. And I got it for just under $100. Or I put it together for just under $100. And now it's like, that's, 
that's my holy grail right there. And that's, that's, mm-hmm. like I said, that's a big set for the collectors. It's huge on the collecting on the collector's market. Now, how, how many pieces um, is the biggest set that you have? The biggest one that I have, um, the biggest one that I have is probably the death star. Um, I'd have to go look. I'm not exactly sure how many pieces that one has. That one's quite a, I mean, that, that, that's a, that's a massive, massive set. Now you said this is a, this, this is the one, the, the original one, not like, not the, what we call, what do you call it? The collector's edition? Well, it's, there was a, there was, there have been three Death Star sets made. One of them was an Ultimate Collector Series, and it was actually just the Death Star Part 2, or the Death Star 2 from uh, Return of the Jedi. And basically with the Ultimate Collector Series is that these are, these are Lego sets that are meant to be displayed as models. I mean, they are really, really detailed. They, they go out of their way for putting the detail in and putting things together and making it look exactly like it looked in the movie kind of thing. So um, as, as far as that goes, that was one of them. Then they released this one, which I have, which is uh, 10188, the set number. And um, that was, uh, like I said, that one had a bunch of the scenes on it, a bunch of the figures. 3,800 pieces, 3,800 pieces. Um, but it had, a, you know, it had a bunch of the different scenes on it. Again, this was one of those ones. It was selling in stores for $400. And I thought to myself, I'm never going to own this set. This set is just too big. And my wife will say, no, you're not allowed to buy it. And then she got it for me for our anniversary one year. So, but then they released another one. Right, right now is that after is, this one that I own retired? Oh, go ahead. No, I was I was going to say, is one of these three the the one that um, they were building in Spider Man Homecoming? Um, yes, in fact, the Spider Man Homecoming one. I couldn't get a real, I couldn't get a real good look at it. The Spider-Man Homecoming one is is like the one that I have, where he stood the Emperor on top. And but like I was saying, they released another one shortly after this one retired, and it was pretty much a carbon copy of this one. There were a few things different. I think it came with it came with a few extra pieces, like a, it it had some extra details built into it, and it was. Um, the hair pieces for Han and Luke were different. Plus it had a, instead of a $400 price tag, it had a $500 price tag. So when that one came out, I mean, and and like I said, this one retired and then it seemed like maybe right out a year later, they released this one, the the new, new one. And I looked at that and I was like, I'm not spending $500 on that because it's just a rehash of the one that I've already gotten. I can spend $500 elsewhere. Now the this the the ones that you have do you do you just build the units or do you put them in dioramas and do because uh, I see a lot of times on um, uh, there's a there's a uh, Flickr group that I've been following that's st- Star Wars Legos and they'll um, they'll build the entire Hoth battle scene on a on a table 
and um, you know it'll it'll have like three AT-AT walkers and you know the the snow troopers coming down and the rebel troopers coming over and snow speeders. Do you do you do stuff like that with them? Or they just get one off and then go on a bookcase. No, I I I pretty much build and they go on a bookcase. I am honestly I'm not that talented. But I am I am very meticulous about putting it together by the instructions. Uh, kind of like Will uh, Will Ferrell's character in um, the Lego movie. Put them together, put them up in display so that everyone can look at them. And, you know, we, we bought this at the toy store. And, you know, you want to talk about the, the AT-ATs and, and the Hoth battles and everything. I have four AT-ATs. I've got four different variations of the AT-ATs, but I have, all, I have four of them. So, I mean, I, I've, I've, I've got a lot. It's not like, you know, when a new one comes out, nine times out of ten, I'll, I'll buy it anyways, whether I, you know, already have, you know, I've got an AT-AT. Well, there's a new one out. Well, I'll buy it anyways just because it's, it's a new model. It's a new set. But, I mean, I'm, I'm meticulous to the point of even, um, okay, when The Force Awakens came out and they released, they released in October of 2015, they released all the, not all, but they released a lot of the Force Awakens sets. You know, it was Force Friday, and here comes the Force Awakens set. Well, one of the big sets that they released was the uh, the Kylo Ren shuttle, the shuttle that he lands on and and uh, at Jakku, and um. But then the movie came out, and one of the things that the model had missed was that the wings fold down into like a, a V shape when it's flying. Well, the model didn't do that. The model just, I mean, the wings were just up and they were solid and they were set wings. And so somebody went online and they said, look, here's how you, here's how you tweak it. And you change the instructions a little bit to make it so that the wings fold down. And then it's a little more movie accurate. So I looked at that and I went and I did it. And then I am not even kidding. Two days later, I was sitting downstairs away from my Legos, not even looking at them. And I had to get up and go change it because my OCD kicked in so bad thinking that is the way the instructions said to do it. <laughs> so I've got to go put it back because it's not right. And I don't care that it wasn't, you know, it, it's not movie accurate. That's fine. That's not what the instructions <laughs> said. So I got to change it. I got to make it right. Now, fortunately, with uh, with the uh, Rise of Skywalker, they did release another Kylo Ren shuttle, and it is more movie accurate, and the wings fold down like they should. Now, do you um, when you when you build these, um, do you box by box by box follow the instruction panels, or do you say, okay, this piece? Are you good enough to say, okay, this piece looks like it fits? with this one and then just try and build something um, that looks accurate or do you sit there and read instruction one, one a one B one C. I'm, I'm, I'm meticulous about the instructions. And in fact, there have even been times where I've every set that I've built comes with extra pieces. There's always one or two little extra pieces. Um, that's just typical for any Lego set. There there have been times, though, where I've been building and I'll come up with extra pieces and I'll look at some of those pieces and say, this is never an extra piece. This is not an extra piece. 
this I missed a step somewhere and I'll actually go back through the instructions through whatever section I just built and go back through it and say, okay, where did I miss? What step did I miss? Where did I miss it? And I'll find it and put it right, put it the way it needs to be. Do they have, do they still come with, uh, with stickers? Cause I, I recall when I was doing Legos years ago, or I, I just might be messing these up with model building. Um, but do they have stickers that, that you can put on the, on the pieces? Oh yeah. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the stickers, especially like, like, um, the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian set that's out right now, or the big Mandalorian set, the ATST, that one just had a ton of stickers. I mean, there were stickers all over that thing. I think there was, I want to say there was probably around 20 stickers that went on that thing. And it was just a, it's just a pain, especially when you have to, I mean, you're just trying to line it up exactly so perfect. And now there are some sets where they come and they're pre-printed. And I know there's been a few of the older sets that are like that, that are pre-printed. And I know like they, they have made sets now that we, they're called like the, uh, the four plus sets, which basically means that they're, they're for kids a little bit younger. They're for age four and the sets are, you know, basically pre-built. You just, they're not pre-built. They're just very easy to put together. And, um, they all other stuff there is printed as well, so there's no stickers for the little kids to put on. If you had to say that there was one set that you don't have that you really want, what would it be? Well, on, honestly, money is no object. I, you can, you can, no some, yeah, somebody says. Okay, we're going to go down to the Lego store. If they don't have it, we'll order it. This is the one you would get without question. The one that I would get without question um, would be they, and, and I'm not a big one for these sets, but there, there is an Ultimate Collector Series uh, Millennium Falcon. And that thing is, it's $800 in the stores right now. It's built to scale of the minifigures, and it's just massive. It is quite possibly the most impressive Lego model that has ever been available to the public to buy. It's it's so impressive, and and honestly, I I I'm not a fan of the Ultimate Collectors. I like them. I think they're great, and. I'll buy them from time to time just as an investment. Say, I want to buy it so I can build it and look at it. And when it retires and it's worth twice what it was selling for in the stores, I can sell it and have more room on my shelves for other stuff. Now, what is, I, what I, is I, the, uh, what is the ultimate, what is it, what makes it different other than the price tag and the amount of pieces I'm assuming? Um, actually it's not even the amount of pieces. It's, I think, um, it, it's what it is, is it, it's how does one put this? It's, it's more, it's more for a display purpose than like, like the system sets, which is what I collect a lot of. They have a lot, a lot of playability to them. For example, like, like, for example, if you were to buy an X wing right now and you put it together, well, you know, a 10 year old could put it together, 
but then that same 10 year old could take it and flip the wings out and fly it around and crash it and build other stuff with it. And, you know, there, there's a, there's a play factor to it. You know, you can still swoop the X wing. You can still take your Jedi starfighters and fly them. You can still explore Yoda's hut kind of thing. Whereas with the ultimate collector series, those are, those are very big, intricately detailed sets that are meant to be display pieces. Those are meant to sit up on a shelf and look good. I mean, those are, don't get me wrong, they are great sets and I love them. But I, like I said, I usually buy them for, if I have the money to buy them, I buy it for an investment piece versus a, oh, I'm going to hang on. Usually when I buy UCS, it's with the knowledge of, hi, I'm going to build you and you're going to get sold eventually. Now, do you do they do they have sets that um, are lit? Like, do they have like running lights, and do they do they have sets that you know light up on the insides of the cockpits? And not they 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 do have some sets that have light up bricks, but not with the Star Wars line. Um, I do know that there are people that. Uh, again, these people are more talented than me, and they they will buy LED lights. And I've known them to even put like LED lights not only like on the inside of a of a ship, so you can see the inside, but like on the back of the Millennium Falcon along the uh, the engine light, so it looks like the engines are actually lighting up and glowing. So there's it's 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 a click within the click of the the Star Wars Lego community, if you will. Now the the um, the ones that you have on your shelf, um, how are they, dis- they how are they displayed? Do you have do you have them lit up with uh, showcases or some under glass so little hands can't touch them? Or is the is the room that you're in <laughs> you know uh, does it have a keypad that only accepts your fingerprints and eye retina scan so you can get in or? No, the, the, the room that I have is the upstairs game room and it's pretty much open to everybody who can get upstairs. Um, I have, uh, I have big cube shells from Ikea that I keep everything displayed in. I've gotten just recently and actually probably I say recently, it's probably since the force awakens. Um, I've started moving things around on the shelf to where, like like when the Force Awakens sets came out, they got their own shelves, and all the Force Awakens sets are with the Force Awakens sets. Then um, Rogue One came out, and excuse me, now all the Rogue One sets are with the Rogue One sets. And then Last Jedi came out, and all the Last Jedi stuff is with the Last Jedi. All the Solo stuff is with Solo, and all Rise of Skywalker is with Rise of Skywalker. I've got several shelves devoted to the the different Hoth scenes that are going on. I've got several shelves that are devoted to the different uh, Tatooine, and that's Tatooine from A New Hope and Return of the Jedi. So um, I've, I've got several shelves that it's the droids from the Clone Wars. It's the, the droid walkers and things like that. I've even got a shelf full of Gungans. How's that? Uh, Darth Jar Jar in there somewhere? Yeah, I'm sure he's roaming around. I could probably find him if I really wanted to. So now from 
from the from episode four straight through to episode nine. Do you see a um, a quality change over the years from say something from episode four and how it's built compared to Rise of Skywalker? Um. It, and that and that's a, go, a great question. Lego, nine times out of ten, Lego is is always improving upon itself. Like I could take the first X-wing that was released in 1999, or the first B-wing, or the first Snowspeeder, and these were all some of the original sets that were released. The, the Imperial shuttle, for crying out loud, they they were released in. At the time, because there was nothing else, you would look at it and go, man, that's awesome. It looks great. I love the way this looks. And, and then they would come out with a new version of the X-Wing. And they had improved it, and it looked even better. And then there was another version that came out. One, two, three, four. There's at least five versions of the X-Wing out right now. Five different X-Wings. I'm sitting here counting on my shelves um, that are out right now. And with each different version... They have improved upon and approved upon and approved upon um, the the Republic gunships, which is a those are fan favorites. The the one from Episode Two, the original one, you know, was great. It was amazing. It was huge. Well, every other one that they've released past that has been even bigger and a lot more stuff, a lot more playability, a lot more functions that the the set itself does. Now it does happen from time to time. And I don't know if this is just Lego trying to save a buck or if this is Lego trying to make some of these sets more affordable for for lower income. I know um, they released, they've done this with at least four sets that I can think of off the top of my head. The uh, Republic tank from the Clone Wars. They made one for, from when the Clone Wars first started. And then they just released one, uh, I don't know, probably about two years ago. And it is, it's like a third of the size of the original one. So it's a lot smaller. Now, obviously, with it being a lot smaller, the, the cost is less. They did the same thing with the, um, they did a, a an MTT, which is the big droid transport from episode one. They released one of those in 99, and eh, it was okay. Then they released another one a few years later. And man, that thing was amazing. It was huge. It was big. It put the droids, rolled the droids out of the front, just like it did in the movie. And it was great. Well, then they released another one just a few years back and it's like a lot smaller. And it's just, it's, it, you look at it and you go, eh, what happened here? You shrunk. Um, so you have that one and the oh the ATT which was the droid tank they shrunk that one and then the clone turbo tank from episode three they they've done a third rendition of that one and on the third one it's 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 just smaller and like I said I don't know if it's well we're we're shrinking things down so we can make it more affordable for some for other people or if it's a yeah we're trying to cut costs so or we're trying to make more money so we're we're gonna make it smaller and charge the same so so you you mentioned the the troop transports from Phantom Menace. Mm -hmm. Um the uh Clone Wars uh troop carriers are there 
how, how do I say this? The amount of battle droids and clone troopers and stormtroopers and rebel alliance do all these things come with trooper from episode one does that have a hundred droids hanging off of it that opens <laughs> up and spits out or it 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 depends on the set um okay like the uh, the 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 mtt and i just i actually just wrote an article on on the larger of the two mtts the second iteration which was in my opinion the best one and i do believe it came with if i remember right it came with 16 different battle droids so you had like a driver and a pilot and then you had 14 that were in the chute ready to come out kind of thing um the uh, and every set comes with a fair amount. Lego also releases just in case you can't get enough. Like like if your favorite thing is the the Hoth trooper from Empire, Lego makes battle packs now to where every every year they'll release between four and six different battle packs. And these battle packs have you know three to four troops in them. And probably a speeder and either like a, a, a cannon or a little small scene. And they're they're inexpensive. It's like fifteen bucks and you get you get troops. And I know guys that they'll go out and spend $150 and buy nothing but battle packs and just build these massive armies. I mean they they will just have stormtroopers coming out places you didn't even know you had. <laughs> So they and they'll stack them. Now the big one, and this hits later this year, I believe in September is when they said it was due out. Was that um, they're releasing a 501st battle pack, which will have uh, five of the 501st troopers, a walker, and a speeder, and it's going to be twenty dollars. But or maybe it's six six troopers. It's somewhere between five and six troopers. And it's it's a lot of troopers is the big thing, and that's people have been clamoring for 501st. There have been two sets that have had 501st troopers in it. You had a a Walker from the Clone Wars, and you had a Z95 Headhunter from the Clone Wars. Both of them from the Clone Wars, and now we're getting a whole battle pack of 501st troopers, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's about time!" Thank goodness. <laughs> so, David, um, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, too. And the, I mean, uh, the big one that hit just recently, the Mandalorian had a battle pack and it was a battle pack from that scene in episode three, I think, when he was trying to escape with the child and the bounty hunter guild was trying to stop him and all those different Mandos showed up and helped him escape. Well, there's, guess what? There's a battle pack and there's <laughs> four different Mandos in that one. I've bought two of them. I usually don't buy multiples, but I've bought two of them just because I wanted a whole lot of Mandalorian. So, so David, you mentioned um, your article. Um, where can uh, folks go to read your, uh, your articles? Um, well, you can go to uh, geeknewsnow.net. Um, there, there's a writer's corner there. Um, I'm writing, I, I drop at least an article a week. Um, this, I'm doing a series right now is the, is the big thing that I'm working on. Um, I did 
uh, a, a set of articles on the original trilogy, like original trilogy sets, and then I just finished prequel trilogy sets. Next up will be sequel trilogy sets, and this is this is like a, a best and worst from each movie kind of thing. And it's my opinion. If you don't agree with my opinion, that's fine. You know what? If you don't agree with my opinion, leave a comment. Leave your opinion. I'd love to hear it. Love to hear it. It'd be great. Yes, but would. um, yeah. But then, uh, and then I've got one after the sequel trilogy where I'm going to cover like uh, Rogue One and Solo and the Clone Wars. And I was told to my son informed me. He said, "Well, Daddy, what about the uh, the ex ex extended universe stuff? And what about Rebels?" And I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I need to throw a shout out somewhere." And because I mean, there's there's two or three sets that are out right now. No, I'm sorry, there's four sets that are out right now that have to do with the Old Republic. And then you had uh, from uh, the Force Unleashed video game, the Ebon Hawk from the Force Unleashed video game had a set, and you had a, a Tie Crawler and I know the Tide Defenders appeared in the Rebels series, but guess what? There was a Tide Defender Lego set long before that series came out. So, you know, there there's there have been some EU extended universe sets that have come out that are that are really really good. I really enjoy them, but I didn't leave room for them in my articles. So now they're being thrown in as honorable mentions. There you go. <laughs> well, look forward to reading that uh, up on the Geek News now. Uh, website. David, thank you very much for taking the time with us today uh, to share your geekdom. I uh, I really appreciate it. I learned a lot about fandom of Legos and, uh, you know, just something that I guess as a kid uh, escaped me from um, my childhood. I never was really into Legos. I was more of the gluing my fingers together with the Estes models. So, um, thank you for your time. I really, really appreciate it. And, uh, we will see you on the web, uh, in your articles, geeknewsnow.net. Thank you. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for joining me in my quest to learn all things geek. This has been the geek and I podcast, part of the geek news now podcast network. Next episode. Don't miss this one. Tune in next time when I welcome James Larrabee as we discuss the art of the voice actor. You've been listening to the Geek and I podcast, part of the Geek News Now network. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geek and I podcast. And for all the latest news and updates, be sure to subscribe to geeknewsnow.net. Until next time, from all of us here at the Geek and I podcast, stay geeky.